talking to the mic again so i can hear you check 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 talk, talk with like your real voice not with like your check i don't know how to, like okay like I'm talk like now. you would talk I'm, all right, I'm talking now how's that is that, it good that's better okay let me see if i can raise you up a little bit all right all right oh shit fuck <laughs> it's too high <laughs> god damn all right i'll keep that up in case you peek Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. All right. <clears throat> we back. We back. We took a week off. We did. To enjoy the uh, fireworks, I guess. Was that? Oh, yeah, was I that? mean, not really. It didn't, it didn't really. I was out of town. But it coincided with. You know what makes me feel like most unpatriotic ever is watching other people celebrate July Fourth. Did you do anything? I tried to get into my apartment and everything. There were all fireworks around here, and I was just like, I was just super not trying to get to my own house. Yeah, I was you had like, the uh, Freedom Over Texas thing Jesus. happening right across the street. Yeah, that must have been a pain. You should have just stayed home. They 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 like rigged the lights so I couldn't get like. I would try and drive on certain streets. It was just like go. Green, yellow, red. Like mm. it was, because I guess it did help like traffic flow, but I'm just trying to go home, man. Like I yeah. can't go to my own domicile. What's that about? Where do you stand on fireworks as a form of entertainment? I think fireworks are a very first world um, celebration because whenever people hear pops like that, like they, they're instinct to duck. Yeah. And sometimes I am also instinct to duck. Like, what the fuck was that? But I think if you've seen one fireworks show, you've pretty much seen them all there's none i've seen that much different than the other no i mean it's just i'm 34 years old i think 32 years on this earth 33 years on this earth i've seen fireworks at least once a year there's probably one year where my parents were like eh. but every year usually on either july 4th or memorial day maybe new year's eve i don't know but fireworks have gone off and the first time I saw them, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Colors yeah. in the sky. Right. But Every how, year how since old then, uh, maybe like three or four. Right. If I even remember that. Right. But every year since that, you're just like, okay. I mean, I think once you see like a finger get blown off or something get burnt by a fire, it's like, I think you're over it at that point. It's like, ooh, this is not worth it. The only time it's exciting, the only time a viral video of fireworks <laughs> happens is when something goes wrong. Right. Like that one in, like, I think it was in China. Where it was just like a giant supernova in the sky. <laughs> yes. Or the other one, I don't know, it was at some kind of air show. Like all the fireworks were sideways and it just started hitting people. Like that was fun. There's always fireworks in the hood. Or Those the guy, are the best videos. Or the guy in the wheelchair. Or the guy in the wheelchair. Back it up, Terry. <laughs> what are you doing, Terry? Put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> I mean, it was funny because he didn't get hurt. He didn't like, get hurt. Yeah, it was funny. That's I think that that helped me laugh at it a little bit more because he didn't get hurt or yeah, anything. That's the only because if he got hurt, that. that wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be funny at he all. He was just like there, just like kind of scared of fireworks going off around him, which I I laughed. He looked like he was enjoying himself. I think generally speaking, though, we need to chill on the fireworks. <clears throat> Don't I we? mean, as it teaches own, I just, I'm just not for them. Like I just I'm, I'm, like, I'm a whatever. I'm like, but I, I get people like because when I like the I like them when I was seven. Yeah. That's what and I'm there saying. are other seven-year-olds, right? So they can also enjoy them. That's fine. Yeah, but when but you're eight, me, you're never gonna see another set of fireworks again. That you never impress will. You. I mean, you look for. I think I think you hope for it until you get to like 15. It's like, oh, this is all the same shit. You kind of like it just because you're staying out late and it's dark 
and you're not supposed to be awake anymore. That Yeah, that's part of it, too. And when you're 15, like, your parents let you go off and do your thing that you want to do while you're trying to, like, touch somebody. Yeah. Or get touched. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Fireworks, cool, I guess. But anyway, we're back. Thank you to uh, Trilluationary for hosting us a couple weeks ago and having her having us on her show. That was cool. I I heard us. There was no censoring. I didn't hear it. Either. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. I I struggled for nothing. <laughs> I was I was failing so hard, and I was. We could have struggled- talked about your secret talent. We really could have, <laughs> and we didn't. We were trying to keep PG, and then I heard like it wasn't even PG at all. I was like, why did? That was like a hole in the storyline that just needed to, be, needed to be there. Well, you know what they say, man. You can't keep real ones down. You can't keep real ones trapped in a cage. And you couldn't keep us in the cage, man. Couldn't. I, I, mean, I tried. I just couldn't. Yeah, man. I failed miserably, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we could, we'll practice some more because I'm sure at some point we'll have to like really sense ourselves. Like Ray Romano. Yeah, we got to really. Have the clean, oh, clean yeah, comedy, real like, G-rated. Yeah, I said Ray Romano because like Bill Cosby, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. but Ray, I can. We can go Ray Romano. Ray Romano's great. Yeah, he hasn't raped anyone. <laughs> Not that I know of, at least. Hey, speaking of rape, sliding right into it. Uh, the NBA players have raped the league. What was the number? Like $3 billion got paid out in in total in contracts this offseason so far? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Can we we just give a a standing ovation to Adam Adam Silver? Adam Silver, for sure. Adam Silver. Yes. Give it up to Adam Silver. Give it up to Woj. Woj bombs all month long. He's been working overtime. Boy, oh boy. I I am experiencing some sort of radiation from all these Woj bombs. He's been working overtime. Overtime. There's going to be fallout. I bet, like, I bet he's literally like, just trying to go to sleep and it's like, wait, what? Oh man! Like, <laughs> I bet he's so annoyed. He's like, Nah, you know what uh, I think he does? I think he types him out beforehand, <laughs> and then he just waits and then just fires him off. But yeah, like he gets like he gets like news ahead of time and yep. just like a word click and it goes like. <laughs> Legitimately, someone someone was talking about. It. I think it was Katie Nolan. She was talking about the time that you are allowed, like I think it's like six o'clock on Sunday was when free agency actually starts. And then by like 610, Woj is dropping Woj bombs. It's like, how was he able to get these contract news in 10 minutes? You're right, though. You know what I'm saying? Like these contracts were in motion way beforehand and somebody leaked it to Woj and he was like, here we go. You're right. Hit the red button. Boom. You're right. No, that, that definitely could be a thing, but like he's he's working overtime. What's been the most exciting move for you this whole offseason? The exciting, most exciting move for me? Let's do most exciting, and then let's do most interesting, and then let's do worst. Oh, wow. The worst is easy. But um, but start with your most exciting. Okay. This is this is biased. As a Rockets fan. This is biased. This of course is, it is. This is, this, is, this, is, this is like drenched in bias. Mm. But the most exciting move for me has been the Russell Westbrook trade yeah. for CP3. Yeah. Like, that's just been... I was you like, finally got rid of that albatross I, around your neck. I was like, how did that happen? Bro, that is a great question. I was like, how... Cause well, it, we could kind, you can kind of speculate that Russ and James Harden wanted to play together. Definitely. But to get rid of CP3... And that contract. And that contract. How? To a struggling Oklahoma City. How? 
like that because that was that was the bigger mystery to me. Not the fact that Russ and CB Russ and Hard were playing together. That was like, how'd you get someone to take that contract with CP3? Not knock on CP3 because he did a lot here. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna knock him. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and shun CP3 and what he did for for Houston. Yeah, like, I don't want to do that. Um, on honestly, like, um, it's uh, honorable farewell farewell to CP3. Like, I I, I liked him <sighs> when I was here. It's no, like, I mean, but did you I mean, really, actually, I mean, he did great for. I mean, he did good things for the team. Like, he made he definitely made us better than we were. Okay. I mean, you can't, I mean. All right, no, go ahead. Keep going. I mean, he did, but I mean, at the same time, he's like, he was an aging asset. And like, he wasn't the CP3. He was an aging ass. At, no, ass. I mean, people don't like him, but I mean. Nobody it, likes him. I mean, it is what it is. But, That's why they shipped him off to the middle of Oklahoma. But he made us better, though. Like, okay. I mean, you can't say that he did. You can't say he didn't make us better. But you're way, way better now. I, if, if anything, I just think that is like, if you're going to pay someone, Mm-hmm. You're better off paying Russell Westbrook than than CP3. 100. So I mean, I'm I'm even that, with his 21 percent shooting percentage from three. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, even so, I mean, you got to pay somebody. I'd rather pay Russell Westbrook than CP3. So just on that alone, I think it was just like, oh, that that was a great move on their part. My most exciting move has obviously been AD to the Lakers because the Los Angeles LeBrons. Are coming for that ass, dude. I can't wait. They're finally relevant. Again. They're finally relevant. The like, only thing that sucks is that the whole number thing kind of got killed in the water. Eh, that's nothing. I was really excited for Six Braun to come Were back. You? I oh, mean, yeah. it was Six Braun. Six Braun is the evil version of Braun. It's like when uh, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, okay. when Angel the Vampire, he has sex and he gets happy, he gets <laughs> evil. And it's the best version of him. So when LeBron turn, puts on number six, he's the most evil version of himself. And that's the kind of LeBron I want to see. O-Face LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see LeBron with the mask on. You remember that mask that he had yeah, on in Miami where he broke his face? Yeah. I want that LeBron back. I mean, I think... Honestly, I just I, I think that they I feel like it's with they made all those better moves when Magic left. I think Magic Johnson is solely responsible for increasing the popularity of Los Angeles sports more than anybody else. More than anybody else. I mean, yeah. He helped get LeBron there, right? His yeah. whole little ordeal with uh quitting on the job, it uh it it well, I mean, I have a theory about this, but it's not really fleshed out, so I don't really want to go into it yet because I don't want to sound like too much of an idiot. But <laughs> I really do think that he is. Oh, the whole uh, Vistaviano thing, right? Magic Johnson p- gets a picture taken with Vistaviano. She posts it. Uh, uh, Donald Sterling goes off. He loses control of the Clippers, right? Now look at the Clippers. They got Kawhi. They got motherfucking uh, uh, what's his I, face? I think Paul that, George. I think it has less to do with that. Has less to do with Donald Sterling and more to do with Jerry West. No, I'm saying it has more to do with Magic Johnson. As with more, I you think about Jerry, the thing about Jerry, Jerry West has been probably like one of the greatest executives that no one's talked about. When I think people talk about Jerry West, I think people put respect on his name. I mean, yeah, no, they do, but it's just like he he was there for the Lakers when they were great. Mm-hmm. He was there for the Warriors when they got great, and now he's there. With, and and then he joined the Clippers, and now we're talking about the Clippers. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a coincidence. No, no, absolutely right. He's the. Uh, what do you? What is his name? Uh, Theo Epstein of the NBA. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So okay, so that's my most exciting move. It what is. is your most interesting move? Interesting. Um, interesting move. I would probably say is Daniel Russell to the to the Warriors. 
It's a really good call. That's interesting. Like, I don't, because, I mean, you got to do something with that. I just, like, I mean, because you don't, you don't want to, like, give Katie for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think you got the best thing they had in Brooklyn to offer to offer you. And, I mean, he's, not, he, like, Daniel Russell is, is, is legit talent. And that, and also you have Clay is still injured. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense to get him. But, I, like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I either. really don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You don't have Iggy anymore. You don't. Draymond is really your only star that's going to be starting on the team. Right. So him said, and D'Angelo are going to have to find some sort of coalition. You still have Steph there. You still have Steph. That's another thing. Like, you still have Steph. Uh, oh, yeah. I got, I, th- I don't know why I thought Steph was hurt. People forget. Like, people, people really forgot about Steph. I, I really like, did forget about Steph. Everyone did. I'm just I like, had a he's full on brain fart without like, Steph he's Curry. He's still there. Like, so, I mean, huh. I mean, you can't just really just count them out. I can't count out a team with a guy who literally changed the way basketball is played. Can't count out that the greatest three-point shooter of all time. You can't. So, yeah. I mean, he's still there. And um, they've they've had some – yeah, I mean, I think they, just, they did the best – they made the best of a bad situation. Yeah. But Kitty's leaving, you really can't – I mean, if Kitty leaves your team, it's like, what do you do after that? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jimmy Buckets going to Miami. How did that happen? What what was his thinking of going to Miami other than it's Miami? You I'm leave out. possibly one of the best teams in the league, period, and the second best team in the East. You have you left a guaranteed playoff team mm-hmm. for a possible playoff team in Miami mm-hmm. to do what? To go wear hats and smoke cigars and play dominoes? Yes. Sounds good to me. I mean, like... But why Miami? I heard he was in talks with a lot of different teams, including Houston. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know, how, I don't know if he would, he would have worked here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against him, but like, I don't know how it worked here. But I'm, I'm not against going to play basketball and have fun. Like, I'm not against that shit. Like, I've never been against that. Me neither. So, like, if he wants to go to Miami and just play dominoes and you know, like, be in VIP in clubs and just like go play basketball every once in a while and get paid a a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Who am I to knock that? I'm looking forward to Taylor Rooks finding out the real reason, getting to the bottom of that, because <laughs> I feel like she's the only one that could really do it. All right. So your worst move of the offseason so oh, far. Oh, the worst move? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's kind of obvious. Is it? It is. All right. I think. Um, Let's both say it at the same time. You ready? Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. The Tyson New York Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> The New York Knicks and all their signings. You mean, <laughs> the, New York, you mean the New York power forwards? <laughs> it's the Tyson Chandler. The thing about the, the reason why the New York is the worst Tyson Chandler because it's like we still have Clint Capella there. So, I, I mean, at worst, you have like a guy on the bench. So, Tyson Chandler is kind of like insignificant to me. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. He's not starting. Right. Like, because you still, you still have Clint Capella. You still have um, PJ Tucker. And you added Russell Westbrook, uh, James Harden, and I mean, he's not—he's not, not going to start. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like you just have a guy out on the bench that might be something or might be nothing. So whatever, it's a one-year deal. It's to me, it's more funny than anything. It really is funny. It's funny to me, but I'm like, it's whatever. But the Knicks, dog. The mm. Knicks, dog. Mm. All the all this talking about y'all gonna get Kyrie. Mm. Y'all gonna get KD. Mm. Yeah, I got, y'all can get Zion. You get Zion. And you got Julius Randle. That's the best you did this entire offseason. 
Hey, if Julius Randle, if you're listening, it's at Detrilla's voice on Instagram, bro. I'm not knocking Julius Randle. I think he's a legitimate player. Nah, he but said, he, fuck you. But he's no KD. No. He's no Kyrie. He's, uh, he's I mean, he's not, he don't have star power of Zion at this point. Yeah, dude, the Knicks are trash. I just <laughs> the Knicks are trash, and the Knicks are gonna be trash for probably the next. And the thing is that Katie and Kyrie went to Brooklyn, right down the street. They they're in New York, twenty minutes away. <laughs> they're in New York, and they went to Brooklyn. Ah, oh, this has been the greatest free agency in the NBA I've, I've ever been. I've ever witnessed. It's, it's been just amazing. Every team has a chance. Oh my now. god. The championship is truly up for grabs. I mean, because I like that's like I mean, Utah's made some great moves. Yep. Um, the uh the Blazers got Hassan Whiteside. Yep. I mean, it's the Pelicans. Like the Pelicans, they are, they, they are probably going to be the most maybe not to watch. maybe not yet, but like in the future, maybe not this year, but like in the years to come, yeah, that can definitely be a for sure definitely be contender. Exciting. For sure, going to be exciting. Um, man, we still Milwaukee. Yeah, there's some Milwaukee there. Still, still Milwaukee. There's still Philly. Still Philly. Man. Still Denver. And there's actually there's still Indiana. Still Indiana. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. The only teams that you really don't have a shot are like Charlotte, uh, New York, New York, the Knicks, the Knicks, very specifically, Sorry, not Brooklyn. Um, even, actually, even Brooklyn may not be that do that much this year because I mean, Katie's not playing this year. Honestly, nah, I think they're gonna make some noise. They're, I mean, they're, they're make the playoffs. They were pretty good last year. Now that they have Kyrie, like they're they'll just, make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. They're though. gonna make some noise. They're but gonna give some teams some problems. But I think they're. I think I think that they're not. They won't get past Milwaukee or like a Philly. Oh, we'll see. I don't we'll see, so. man. This is the thing. Like the speculation yeah, is gonna right. be so high now. Yeah, it really is. But, um, but yeah, like I'm super excited to for this upcoming season. Yeah, no, it's, it's been great. If no, nothing I, else, it'll be expensive. Number two, you can, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of fucking amazing, this women's U.S. soccer team, fucking amazing, dude. Just, yeah, no. Talk about a moment in time. They have been amazing. It's been great. And I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with you. The last time we talked, I said I wasn't watching the soccer games. Bruh. And I, I watched the last... I don't know, maybe ten minutes of the finals against the, the Netherlands, and it was it was great. It was tiring. It is because watching soccer is just a tiring sport. I mean, I think like I think I think the thing about soccer is when you have something invested into it, that's why it's worth watching. Because if you're watching a team that you don't care about, then it's going to be boring, right? But like if, you, if you're watching a team that you care about, and it's, it's, you're literally on like a, on a wire. Yeah, the entire time. Even in Vizier, you're just like, "Oh, she's gonna score. Oh, they might not." So you're just on a wire the entire time. The best part about it was, even if beyond the patriotism of it, you have something invested into it because you really just want to see them stick it to Trump and all of his MAGA fans. I'm saying, so you're on that wire. I was on that wire, man. Oh shit! So like like, when they win, and Megan Rapinoe gets like the the golden boot, golden boot. She gets because he was. I don't think Alex Morgan was in the lead for that before mm-hmm. the game, but then like she, then got she that scored goal, that goal in the Uh So she gets the golden boot. She finishes the job. She goes and she does her pose. She does the interview. She talks all the shit. It's fucking great. Talk your shit. What's her face? Um, Ashlyn Harris. Did you see her Instagram story? Uh-uh. Dog. 
They got drunk in the locker room. And they were just talking shit. And then they went and got drunk in France. And they were dancing on the bar. Talk your shit. Talking all this Talk shit. Talk your shit. Just a fantastic Instagram Talk story. your shit. If you didn't get shit. a chance to watch that, I'm sure somebody uploaded it to YouTube. But, Talk your shit, though. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was great. Talk your shit. It was great. It all started with that s- silly interview that unearthed somebody put it out and she said, I'm not going to the fucking White House. Mm-hmm. It became this whole political thing. And then it became this bigger thing like, oh, you got to finish the job before you you, uh, you you talk all that stuff. And then she said, like, oh, hold my sports bra, bitch. <laughs> and then she went on and she finished the job. They finished the fucking job. They end up winning the SB. Alex Morgan wins an SB. I mean, it's just been like. But the thing is, like, they've been talking shit the entire time they've like, been talking a lot of they've trash. been talking this shit the entire time like alex morgan getting shit for like sipping tea after the um but here's the thing though when you're great what else are you supposed to do i know we don't want our athletes to be humble we don't we think we do we don't though. we really don't we don't we love the showboating because we when we do it think about it when your average guy like smacks a homer in his beer league softball league what does he do? He doesn't just trot around the bases like, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. Pops no. it. Bat flip. Bat flip. <laughs> Chugging beer, rounding the <laughs> rounding the bases with a cigarette in his mouth, just being mad disrespectful. Yep. Because showboating is cathartic. It really is. It feels good. It really does. So why not embrace that? If you are great, if you've earned the opportunity to be great, if you've worked hard at being great, why not display your greatness because they're women i, I mean, mean like i mean care like let's just ride, let's dive right into it it's because they're women like i i enjoyed it immensely like even when they were when they won 13 0 and they were talking shit and they got flack about talking shit and they came back with the golf clapping after that still talking shit they played england and Alex morgan won sipping tea mm. talking shit and then when they were on the um when they when they were on the on the world when on the when they were on the parade yeah. and she sipped tea from the World Cup, still talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that part. No, I was there. Is 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 a video of, of her sipping like doing the same thing from the World Cup. Love that. Yeah, like no. I've enjoyed them immensely the entire thing this yeah. entire time. Yeah. No, and meanwhile, I know they have a they, they, like they have a lawsuit that they're filing at the same time. Like they're just. They give zero fucks. No. And it's been just enjoyable watching them give zero fucks yeah. and just run through shit. They got scored. They, people only scored one goal on them yeah. their entire the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, we need to, like, fuck paying them the equal amount as the men's team. Pay them more. I mean, Pay them more. I don't I'm, give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how much money they actually bring in or or the revenue. The men's team brings in more revenue. They don't, I don't give a fuck. They don't bring in more money. Pay them more. <laughs> the the argument is that like the the clubs pay the men more, so they have to get you have to like you have to draw them in. But I'm like the money's I there don't though. Give a fuck. The money's there. I don't give mm. a fuck. Why? The money's there though because they because they bring in more money in terms of like USA. Um. Soccer sales. They bring in more money for this. So the money is there for them. Just, yeah, just pay them. More. Pay them more. Whatever you're paying them right now, pay them more. And then take that number and then add more to that. Because I, because honestly, like, not only that, but I think other, like, other teams are seeing them talk their shit and they're going to want a piece of them. 
the same time. Yes. So it builds rivalries. Yes. It makes dude. it more interesting. Yes. It brings eyeballs to the sport. Yeah. I can't name one player on the men's soccer team. Not one. <laughs> Landon Donovan. Does he still even play? That's the only so. name I know. I don't think so. I think Josie Altidore. Who? Yeah. Pay them more. <laughs> more money. Give them more money. Um, what's interesting though is how good the rest of the European teams have gotten over yeah, the years. That is, yeah. So we may be coming up on the end of the U.S.'s dominance in soccer, or not. I mean, or or not. Or it could just be more competitive. But the competition is certainly getting tighter. Yeah, it could be more competitive. But I mean, I don't think it's the end. End. Because I think that the U.S. team is. Uh, it's like saying that the. It's like saying like Brazil and men's will never. Yeah. Get back there again. Because we're talking about in beach volleyball, right? Uh, of course. Well, what else are we talking about? <laughs> hey, so uh, Aquaman. You saw the movie, right? I did. Jason Momoa looking ripped to shreds. Yeah. Um, photo surfaced the other day of Jason Momoa at the beach or at the pool, wherever the fuck he was. Shirt off. Looking like a snack as they say. <laughs> Snack. Um, but people were giving him some shit because he didn't have the ripping hot bod that he did when he was filming the movie. But yet still, he looked like better than, I'd say, 90%. Better than me. Of the population. Better than me. Not better than me, but <laughs> better than most. Uh, what is this about? We need, to, we need to have a discussion about body shaming in uh, reverse. Reverse la- body shaming. Ladies. Ladies. ladies and men too but yes men were doing ladies. it too oh yeah dude oh wow oh yeah dude there's no like uh it's everybody wow it's everybody across For the what board. i don't know i mean that, that's that's vacation bud it might be vacation if, if that is vacation but i need his vacation regimen like stat mm-hmm. i need to know what are you doing on your vacation to have you look like that on your vacation like because i don't look like that on vacation i the thing about vacation bots is that you work very, very here's here's a sign of a good vacation. Mm-hmm. If your vacation bod ends differently than it began, that's a good vacation. It is. Like if I go on vacation and my bod is ripped to shreds, and by the end of it, I got a little pudge going on, it's a good vacation. It's a good vacation. Like, cause ate I, a lot of lobster probably. Probably a lot of lobster, probably did some cake stands. Some bread. Some bread. Just eating loaves of bread. Probably. I mean, he probably he probably is like I don't know what being Aquaman is, like what it entails. I think that I feel like he deserves a break though, because I mean being Aquaman is hard. It's a like you have to carry that triton all the time. And <laughs> gotta be dealing with Mara. So there's a lot of fucking swimming. A lot of it's swimming. A lot dude. of swimming. Being Aquaman. Also, we don't know what his next movie role is gonna be. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't call for a giant uh Samoan man, half Samoan man. To be uh, punching people the entire time. Maybe he's just like a regular dude. Punching people all the time. Punching people. Yeah, but he's got a regular bot. I'm sure he's, so much, I'm sure he's going to be punching people, though. Sure. But, I mean, and probably saying my man a lot. <laughs> my man. <laughs> I'm Hawaiian, bro. That should be his thing. He really, I, I don't think, you know, he doesn't own that enough. I want him and The Rock to do a movie together. Have they, has it not happened? No, I don't think Are you so. you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think I would know if The Rock and Jason Momoa did a movie together. You'd still be cleaning the the spunk off of me from my excitement. (laughs) (laughs) 
Shaw. Hobson uh, Shaw in theater soon. Because, <laughs> oh man. Um, but I just, you think that would be cool? What would you call it? Like, just like, do you even have to give it like a, a clever name? Just like Snowin Brothers. Like, Not, I don't know. I call it nine months. They have like 18 hakas in it. <laughs> yeah, it would just be, it would be 100, it would be 90 minutes of just haka. You call it nine months because nine months from that moment you've seen it, you're having a baby. Probably. <laughs> There's some Hawk the entire movie. That would be fantastic, dude. Uh, no, nah, they've got a full Hawk scene in the new Hobbs and Shaw movie. I, I saw the commercial. And, and Roman like, Reigns is in it? I can't wait. I'm really excited. They, they really don't try anymore. Nah, man. They don't, like, I mean, I get it. They don't have to try. I get, no, I get it. I get it. It's just lazy. But I get what you're What's doing. What's lazy about it? it? What? What? What's lazy about what? What's lazy about what? What are no, you talking about? I mean... They just you just have a, you just have like every someone you can find to put him in a hockey scene in the in Hobbs and Shaw. No, Roman Reigns and The Rock are cousins. I get that, they're related, and it's supposed I to be like a family scene. I get that, I get all of that, but it's just like it's gonna be awesome, man. I can't. No, wait. and that, and that's I'm not saying that's why. It's, it's like it's a layup though. Like I get I get it, but it's like wow, you're gonna love it when it happens. Trust me. <laughs> so if I guess if. Should we lay off of Aquaman for having a dad bod? Absolutely. Like, Even that it's not a dad bod? Absolutely. I just, I was baffled by the whole thing about, I don't know if this is even a thing. I was like, he looks better than most of the people posting about this shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. What are y'all, what are y'all doing? Y'all need to really relax, man. Really? Like, what do you want him to look like? I don't know. I mean, because the thing is like, whenever people post pictures of them like having eight packs or whatever, or, or just what I, I, I say I look, my name, coward. <laughs> I look at him just like that. Probably that journey was probably not fun. No, it's never fun. It's never fun. Like it's so, not sustainable. It isn't. So I'm just like, let this man relax. Like he made a lot of money from Aquaman. I'm sure. Like let him relax and enjoy his Aquaman money. And he's not even that out of shape. Like what are y'all talking about? I don't know, man. Do you remember? Did you ever see Baywatch? Yeah. The new Baywatch. Uh, the new Baywatch. The new Baywatch. Um, the one with like the rock in it and yeah, Zac yeah, Efron. Yeah. I didn't. I've, I've seen commercials. That's so Zac Efron in that movie is like shredded mm. to the the tits. Okay. And I I know for a fact that his workout regimen and his diet was just miserable. I'm sure. So it's like you don't want that life. No. Sure, you love the results. Yeah. But you don't want that life. It's not dude. happy. No. For I'm, for a couple of weeks, maybe for a couple of months. And then, like you, you do whatever you do, and then after that, you're done. Like I mean, like you, want it. you post a picture, you get bitches wet. It's fine, mm. it's whatever. Like that's cool. But yeah. after that, it's just like I'm, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like because that's what I see. Whenever I see those weapons, I'm like, man, that dude is so fucking hungry right now. Yeah. So I know, I, I know, because like. I've gotten to the point where I've gotten to that point. I'm just like, I remember just being like, man, I'm so fucking hungry though. Yeah, dude. I'm so hungry. Just give me a bread. I'm so hungry. A it, bread. It has to be like good food that just makes you just salivate. It can be oh, just like my God. a just, 99 cent cheeseburger from like McDonald's. Oh. It's like, and that's heaven to you. It's, Calling my name. What a miserable lifestyle that is. Sucks, dude. That's what I'm saying. So to me, he, he seems happy. He's like he's enjoying his money. Just let that man be happy, enjoy his fucking money from Aquaman and just be in better shape than most of y'all any goddamn way. Hey, speaking of fish people, we had a bit of a controversy, a, contra- a controversy. A controversy. Um, or did we? 
Because did you see anybody firsthand complaining about the Ariel casting for the Little Mermaid remake? Personally? Yeah. Mm, Me no. neither. I think it was just like made up. I think maybe it was like not there's made a, up. There's a whole, there's a group. That, Over-exaggerated perhaps? There's a whole group on Facebook, shocker, about that people are getting, that they have like a group about um, people getting mad about the Oh, Ariel so casting. it's like a, they they collected themselves into a. Into a Facebook group. Into a private society. A Facebook group. Once again, shocker. All right. Facebook. So, well, okay. But there was some interesting, not interesting, offensive photos that surfaced uh some mock art probably came it's from 4chan it's, it's lazy it's just it's just bad taste here's the thing at this like this point it's like i can't even i couldn't get mad it was just like lazy like um like oh we're doing the watermelon joke again no because the thing is like neil brent like they asked neil brennan about it and mm-hmm. he had a joke that i that was somewhat racist but it was still funny i couldn't get mad at it because i think he said he said i can't make this joke in the video I think it was on. It was on like a video that I saw. It was like a. It was like on Instagram. Yeah. But he said, "I can't make this joke." But if I could make the joke, he's, he's saying that. How can I remember they can't get her hair wet? And I wanted to get mad. But I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, that's funny though. That's really funny though." It is funny. It is. So it's just like if you give me with shit like that, that'd be, that'd be, I would. Would I be offended? Probably, but I'd be less offended because at least at least it'd be funny. At least it's funny. This stuff is just lazy. Like you know, it just. Yeah, posting like like cut and pasting pictures and whatever the fuck. I you know I haven't seen any of the uh, Disney remakes yet. I'm probably going to see Lion King when it comes out next week. I probably won't. Why not? Because the thing about remakes is that I know the ending to all of them, so I'm not really pressed to go see them. That is the only thing. That's the thing. Like, it's not even so much to me about like seeing a new story. I just want to see animals talk like if you if you give i'm so simple if you give me a movie where animals are talking or robots are transforming or uh people are punching each other with superpowers i'm in that's understandable i just i i get that it's just like with all the remakes that they've come out to disney it's just like there i know that i've seen all the movies before spoiler alert we know how it ends yeah so it's just like i'm not i if you have a if you have a child Mm -hmm. and you want to I think if you have a child, it's perfect. Yeah, because it's like you can you can re-experience something with your child that's new to the child and you, but not that new that you can you know yeah can experience something new together. Right. So to me, I, that part makes sense to me. But I don't have kids, so it's just like I'll probably see it if it's on like on demand or something. I'll watch it there, but I'm not really pressed to go see it in the movies. Did like, you see Spider Man yet? Far from home. I've not seen it yet. Bro, what are you doing, dude? I mean, you got to see it. Kind of busy, but I do. I I, I want to go see it. You got to see it. It's I'm so going- good. It's better than Homecoming. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Like, I, I want, in my opinion. I want to check it out. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Great. Oh, my God. Fantastic. I mean, he's a good actor, though. Oh, yeah. And he shows it. He okay. shows some range in this one. There's a couple of moments in this, in this movie where you're just like, oh, yeah, I forget that you play a creepy dude in most of your films. Yeah, but yeah. also, charming. Okay. Very charming. I'll check it out. But I'm just not... Um, I, I'm, I'm honestly just... At this point, if I were casting Little Mermaid, I would just try to recast the entire thing just to piss people off at this point. Who's in it? Who's in your I would have movie? like John David Washington play Eric. Who? I'll I'll have John David Who's who's the guy that she meets? Prince Eric. Prince Eric, yeah. Who's John David Washington? Wait, what's his name? I am getting his name wrong? Oh, you're talking about uh Black Klansman guy? Yeah. Denzel's son? Yeah. His name is John David Washington? Is it? I think I'm. I'm sure I got that right. I'm not sure if I got that right, right or wrong. 
John David Washington? Yeah, you're right. It is. Okay, good. Okay, I got that right. I would, he he'd be Eric. I would cast um <laughs> I would I, I would have I would probably cast Amigos as like Sebastian and Founder and some other person. So <laughs> I'd, I'd remix Under the Sea. I, like I would piss people the fuck off. Like I would just, <laughs> I would, I'll have Amigos in there somewhere. Just like so I have them remix Under the Sea. Um the dad, like King Trident would be um People were talking about Terry Crews as King Trident. I mean That's not terrible. It's not terrible. Who would I go with? Would I go with Terry Crews? Man, I forgot like John Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> I go with John Witherspoon. Let's keep trying. <laughs> Who's Ursula? Ursula? Oh, Ursula, man. Probably Monique. It's a good call, too. That's not bad. Like, I would piss people the fuck off. Like, as soon as I heard people getting mad about, like, Aerocast, I'd be like, oh, so y'all mad? Let me, let me make y'all big mad. Mm-hmm. I would just like, go all the way and just lean into it. I would have like like the Under the Sea remix with the Migos. Yeah, that I think that'd be too. I I collapse the internet with that. I think I crush the internet with that. Like like this the fervor yeah. for having the Migos do Under the Sea. Niggas will lose their fucking minds, and I would love all of it. Under yeah, Under the Sea splash. Under the Sea splash. Under the Sea. Gotta get oh dude, I actually. You know what, man? I watched the internet burn. I would not be surprised. I'd watch the internet burn. If something like that happens. I'd watch the internet burn. It's a silly concept, but I love it. I, I'm telling you, don't don't make me, don't have me remake a Disney movie. That's the lesson of that. Because I would, I would destroy all, I would destroy all of your hopes and dreams, and just make you upset. Like, because everyone would be upset. Everyone would be upset. Like, not just like everyone. <laughs> It won't be mad, and I just be, I, and I would just be collecting money and laughing at all of everyone. Hey, so speaking of uh, the Lion King and all these other movies, I saw this documentary called "The Lions of Sabby Sands." And you want to talk about real life, a reflection of humanity in nature, dude. This could be its own movie. This could be. This could be a season of The Wire. This kind of story. That's a that's a hard sell, man. I'm tell- all right. So you've never seen this. You have no have, idea what I'm talking not, about. No, I have not. Okay. So do you remember that viral video that came out a long time ago? It was the uh, battle at Kruger. It was the lions versus the wildebeest versus the crocodiles. They're all like battling in that watering hole. You remember that? Mm-hmm. So there's this area towards the south of that Kruger Park called uh, Sabby Sands, right? And uh, I want to say in, let me see, in 2006, six male lions were exiled from their pride and they moved into that area, right? Six male lions, uh, they, this team that had been watching them, they had been watching them for like 10 years. They gave them all nicknames. They nicknamed um, uh, uh, Makulu. He was kind of like the leader. He was the boss man. Uh, Rasta. Pretty Boy, Scar, Kinky Tail, and Mr. T. Now, it's important that I mention those because th- those, those names are going to come. Uh, it's going to be important to differentiate them okay. between them. All right. Six male lions, they were exiled by their father. They go and they have to learn how to hunt and fight on their own. Right. And, there's, and you know, usually when, uh, when you have six male lions, it, they don't really get along very well. But to have like a coalition like that move into uh, an area, it 
you know, it usually causes a, a bit of a ruckus, so to speak, right? So they move into this the area, right? And uh, they start killing buffalo, water buffalo. So they get big and they get strong and they get really aggressive in their uh, their hunting tactics, right? And that's when they start to move into other territories. And they uh, come up on this other group of lions, this other pride of lions. So they move in. They start, uh, they start looking at this other pride. And they know that they can't fight all the lions at once. So they start picking off the lions wow. one by one. So they go in. They move into this other family. They kill one male lion from this other pride. And they eat the sh- They fuck him up bad, right? They fuck him up. They grab his neck. They grab his, they start eating his dick. They snap his spine because they say like, look, we might not kill you, but your bloodline is going to end here. Like you're not going to be able to reproduce anymore. So this is going to end today. They kill one lion out of this pride. There's, I think there's three others. The three others said, "Uh uh-uh, we're out. And they left, right? They leave the pride. So now it's just the female lions and the cubs. So the, the brothers move in. They kill all of the cubs in the pride. Because they have to uh, ensure their own lineage, right? So this is what male lions do. When they start taking over another pride, they kill all the cubs and they just reproduce with the females. But the females in this pride fought back. They started protecting their cubs. They wanted to make sure that the cubs survived, so they fought back against the, cu- uh, against the male lions a little bit. But if they fight back too much, then they get killed, right? So it's this really tragic story where they kind of they have no choice to ensure their own life. They kind of just let the uh, the lion, the male lions, dominate, right? So that's part one. Part two is sort of like their ascendance into uh, this this coalition of dominance, right? So over this time, they take over eight different prides, right? This is like over years and years and years. They start taking over this other pride. They take over that pride. They take over this pride. They start just male, they start mating with all the female lions, right? And then uh, at one point, um, Makulu, he's like the he's like the boss guy, right? Now tell me this doesn't sound like like you know just the game, right? Makulu's the boss guy, right? And then you have uh, Kinky Tail and Mister T are kind of like his lieutenants. Like they're like second in, in command and they start again. They're like, you know, we could run this shit on our own, man. Like we don't really need this guy. We could, we could go off. We could do our own thing. So Mr. T gets in it with Makulu. They get into a fight and Mr. T kind of wins in that fight. And everybody else, all the other lines in the pride are looking at this like, yo, like you just got washed out by, by your own little brother. Right. So Mr. T and Kinky Tail, they go off and they start, they, they, they find their own territory, right? And the other uh, three brothers, they hang out in, in their own pride, right? So Mr. T, Kinky Tail, they go off, they try to find their own pride. They encounter another uh, group of male lions and their, their pride, right? So they do the same shit again. They start picking them off one by one. They chase after this one. They snap his neck. They get his spine. They fucking eat his dick. And now they're like... A lot of dick eating. A lot of dick eating. I didn't realize this, but it's like 
I've heard that about chimpanzees. I've heard this about a lot of different animals, but that's like the main thing to go to because if we don't kill you, we can't, we can't, we got to make sure that you don't survive. And it's weird that that's like a thing of dominance. And like here it's like uh, with us, it's like, yeah, no, we're just like attaching our touching the dick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. So this is, this is, this is part where it gets crazy. So this is after, where it gets crazy. This is where it gets crazier. So after Kinky Tail and Mr. T fucked up this one line, this one line was part of another coalition, right? So now the coalition is like, yo, we got to go after these niggas. So they find Kinky Tail at night. It was a night hit, right? Yes, it was a night hit. They went after Kinky Tail at night. And it's, I think it was five on one. And they are just fucking Kinky Tail up. They, they do the same thing to him that Kinky Tail and Mr. T did to their homie. So they bite his neck. Break his back. And break eat his, his back. Eat his dick. Yo, at one point, there was a shot of... Uh, no, wait. Never mind. That's later. But there was a shot of Kinky Tail in like his lower region, and it was just completely just ruined. Wow. Right? Wait, are they, are they alive or are they dead? The lions? Yeah, they're dead, They're right? still alive. Oh, God. They're still alive when this is happening. Like, they're fighting back. Like, that, that phrase, heart of a lion, that rings out do they die or like are they so they eventually die but they are getting their balls eaten and they're still alive dude but it gets even worse than that so kinky tail's getting fucked up by this lion coalition mr t comes running out of the bushes at night to try to fight off the attackers from his brother right but he knows that it's far too gone so he tries to like lead him away he runs away the coalition follows him and then they dust off in the night right after they, uh, the coalition successfully uh, fends off Mr. T. They go back to Kinky Tail and finish the job, right? So now Mr. T is out here all alone, right? He's out. He's gone. He's like, yo, what am I going to do? I can't be out here by myself. I don't have anybody watching my back. I'm going to go back to my old family and see if they'll accept me. Now, normally this doesn't really happen, right? Male lions... When they uh, intrude on a new territory or a new pride, they get fought off, especially if they're by themselves, right? But because they knew who he was, the younger brothers were like, oh, you, you family, you can always come back home. And Makula was like, I ain't cool with it, but you're all right. We'll like when you're back, right? But remember what I said about when a male lion comes into a near territory, he kills the cubs. Mr. T went out and killed his nieces and nephews. Damn raw right they knew he was gonna do it but he was like i'm not gonna do it but they knew he was gonna do it but he's like i'm not gonna do it and then he ended up doing it right so now he's the king he's a king on top of the world right years pass mr t the other lions they're old at this point so what happens a new coalition of lions comes in Young, hungry motherfuckers, five of them. They start moving in on the brothers' territory, right? So what do they do? They start scrapping with one of the lions. And the footage is so crazy because the, the, the camera people were like, we knew that they were fighting with one lion, but we didn't know which one. And it wasn't until the dust settled that they figured out that it was Mr. T. So they're going after the head honcho. And Mr. T, at one, they show a shot of him, and in his back 
leg, like right by his butt, he's got a bite mark that looks like a gunshot. It's a huge hole in his leg. And apparent and he was paralyzed. So he couldn't use his back legs. So they're fighting. They're biting him. They're trying to drag him around. And he is fighting. Like he Mr. T is fighting the fuck back. He is not letting this go without a fight. Eventually, the way that they kill is very interesting too, because they they almost work in shifts. It was like two of them would attack at a time and then another two would jump on them and then one would try to jump at his at his his groin again and then they would take a break and mr taylor's just mr t is just sitting there just like watching him like trying to like you know show his teeth and like bat him away and they're all just kind of like surrounding him and just watching him die slowly and and then they jump back at him attack him a little bit more you know rip his skin apart and then just let him bleed out right that's smart eventually they off mr t like he's he's gone and that's it. That's the end of the fucking reign of the the they were called the uh Bapongo, Bapogo Lion Coalition. And it was like it ends how it began. You know what I mean? Like it was just such a beautiful story because this happened over the course of I think like 15 years or something like that. It's crazy. Dude, you gotta watch this shit, man. Sounds like a HBO Lion King spinoff. Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> with the Lion King coming out, I was just searching Lion video- videos on the on the internet, on YouTube. And this came up, and I was like, yo, this is a fucking crazy story. Because it's like, it it is, like, we get so much from that. It's like, you know, when you watch, when you watch like a gangster movie, like, the, the head honcho is always undermined by second in command who wants his own territory yeah. you know what i'm saying like and then they go off and do their own thing and maybe they're more successful but it always ends in tragedy yeah, well, every single time yeah well let's stick eating was well, a lot less stick eating but yeah no a lot less dick eating but yeah no you're right not without saying that you know you don't try to embarrass somebody's manhood you know right. what i mean yeah you do yeah like yeah, they definitely do yeah like, yeah I guess yeah, there are definitely parallels. Like, Certainly. It's just not a direct eating of the dick. No. But we definitely do. They do. They're definitely trying to like to undermine their manhood. If it was more socially acceptable to eat someone else's dick in I, in a I, show of power, yeah, then I that, think we would do it. But I I definitely recommend you watch that shit. It's I did a horrible job retelling it. I don't think you did. No, but, I don't think that, that wasn't a bad job. Thank you. It but, was. Yeah. No. I no. It, it definitely seemed interesting. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's crazy. That was crazy. That's a crazy story, man. Another crazy story. I don't know if you read it already. I did not. <clears throat> Dateline. We haven't done many stories in a while. We haven't, uh, but we will. <laughs> Dateline. Logan County man allegedly driving stolen vehicle filled with uranium, a rattlesnake, and Kentucky Deluxe. Was it in Florida? Guthrie, Oklahoma. Damn. Two people were arrested after a traffic stop of a stolen car revealed that the two had a rattlesnake, radioactive uranium, and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe. This is why Russell Westbrook left Oklahoma. I mean, also why Katie left Oklahoma. Stephen Jennings is charged with possession <laughs> and James of, a, Harden. <laughs> of a stolen vehicle. And anyone else. <laughs> an open container of liquor, operating a vehicle with a suspended license, and failure to carry security verification form. Rachel Rivera is charged with possession of a firearm after a formal felony conviction. The traffic stop was made at 11 a.m. in Guthrie neighborhood because of the tag was expired. Jennings was in the driver's seat. Rivera was in the passenger seat and in the back seat, a pet timber rattlesnake in a terrarium. 
At about the same time, Jennings told officers he had a gun in the console. Police learned the Ford they were driving was reported stolen. So now he's got a rattlesnake, a stolen vehicle, firearm, and somebody under arrest. Police also found an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe next to the gun. To top it all off, a search of the vehicle revealed a canister of radioactive powdered uranium. The uranium hasn't resulted in charges. Guthrie police are still trying to figure out exactly what the suspects are going to use it for. There are no charges from the rattlesnake either. My guess, they were trying to make a nuclear rattlesnake to take over the world. What say you? Um... They were going to expose the rattlesnake to radiation, ensure that it grows, and then eats people. Like tremors, yeah, like exactly tremors. like They're trying to do tremors. They're exactly to do like tremors. Um, that is a. I guess you really can't call any conclusion crazy because I mean, what else can you make of this? I'm just gonna chalk up to Oklahoma and just leave it at that. Like I don't know what else to call that. Like I don't know where you get powder radioactive uranium from. That's a great question. Where would you get that from? I don't know. Like that's it's got to be that's dark the main web. question. That's dark web. But why would you get it in Oklahoma? I don't know. Maybe because there's nobody around, so you could have free range to experiment on it. Maybe they were going to smoke it. I don't know. Can you smoke uranium? Or maybe you're just that bored in Oklahoma. You have nothing else to do. You should buy powder uranium on the internet. If you could, would you buy some just to say you had it? No. I would. Why would you buy power? Why would you buy anything radioactive? Like that can. Uh, I just told you to expose animals to it. Why would you? Well, uh, why would you want that? So I, uh, so I can ride them. Duh. Ride a, a rattlesnake? Yeah. This is a battle toes. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you can't just be like a riding animals. Why not? Because they're wild and they could probably eat you. Not if I feed them. If I feed an animal, it's going to love me and it's, it's going to respect me. No matter how big it is. Didn't Siegfried and Roy feed that tiger? Yeah, but that was a tiger. I'm talking I about mean, a snake. It's different. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got that. You didn't, I, I didn't get that part that you said Did snake. you know that there's no rattles in a rattlesnake's tail? Like, there's nothing inside of it. What is it? I don't know. It's just like dry skin or something. Well, really? Because like, is that why it rattles? It's just like it has like different layers okay. in it. And when it shakes it really fast, they kind of just knock against each other. Oh. Yeah. There's no like beads in it or anything like that. I would never know that because I've never been that close to a rattlesnake. Me either. But I saw yeah. a guy cut one open on the internet. Was he in Oklahoma too? No, but it was it was a dead snake. So it wasn't like a beast or anything. Right. I just, yeah, I've never, like if I, if I ever hear like a snake rattling, my intent could be just to go as far away from it as possible. Have you ever seen one down here? Uh, no. Me neither. I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus. It's fine. I don't do that story, though. Like, it's just like, I don't know to make. It's Oklahoma. It's. Uh, pretty much. Oh, God. Like, it's. Why? I mean, people shouldn't be out. They, I mean, you should probably lock them away for a little while or for a good while because, I mean, they have radioactive random and a rattlesnake. And they're drinking and driving at the same time. It's really weird. It's a really weird story. I mean, they should probably... You should just lock them up for that and just sort the shit out later. This is the kind of content that keeps me subscribed to life. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, so uh, we've reached the end of the show, meaning we have to get to the most disgusting news of the week because it's all been fun and games. It's all been laughing and joking. Yes. But now we got to talk about some serious shit. Yeah. And we save it for the end because we have to use our serious voices for this. We do. Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Yeah. Um. What do you know about Jeffrey Epstein? Like, what do you know about him? I know that he's a disgusting, horrible, deplorable piece of human shit garbage. Okay, then, then you know, you know most of it. I mean, and he's rich. He's obscenely very rich. rich. Very rich. Um, on this show, I have railed on R. Kelly, um, probably to an inexhaustible amount, um, but. I heard I saw the Jeff Epstein um story pop up maybe about a week ago on the news. But the thing I saw it was like in blurb, like it was like they'll talk about it for like five minutes and go to something else. And I haven't seen many much traction on it on social media for the mo- that much. Although I will say the media attention is picking up on it, but um I just want to let people know why they should be disgusted. And possibly terrified of this dude. Um, like he's he's a monster for them. He's a monster for just um, just to the sum. If I can summarize in all things, he's a monster. Um, he fucked children. He did. Um, the thing is, is like he's the thing. Is he's also way more to me. He's way more scary than R. Kelly because things like R. Kelly is like a guy that kind of demands attention. Mm-hmm. And so he's also going to be in a public public eye, and he's also also not that bright in terms of like how he moves. He's just very privileged, but he's not very smart in terms of like how he's done things. You can like there have been a lot of things that R. Kelly's done. I was like that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Like the the interview with Gail King, um, just or this like his or the fact that he keeps videotaping his his acts and they keep leaking. He doesn't have good people around him. In order to uh, convince him the best way to move about things, right? It seems like Jeffrey Epstein had nothing but people around him that were willing to cover up what he was doing. Cover up, hide it, and they're able to cover up, hide it, and just like he also targets women that not uh, I shouldn't say women. People have been saying women and that girls. He targets girls, yeah, that are um, underprivileged. Probably been trafficked before. Yeah. Um, that are impoverished, and he brings them for like erotic massage. And I had a, I had a talk with someone, and they and and they researched him, and they said like he didn't do any sex acts. He just had erotic massages, and I was like, so he got an underage girl to give him an erotic massage. That does not ring wrong to you at all. The word erotic with an underage child is your key word. Yeah, it's an erotic massage. What do you an, think erotic means? With an underage child, with an under, with an under, with, with with a girl essentially. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. Like, and I get, and I guess like the one part that I got mad about is because like I'm seeing everyone talk about like not my Ariel mm-hmm. and Aquaman like being a little bit bigger, and we have this this monster he is like a bond villain like literal like he has his own island where people have said that um 
or a victim have said that he that the majority of his sex trafficking happened. He has his own island. That's how rich he is. It's so crazy, man. He has his own island. He has his own rape island. That in itself is terrifying. Because imagine you were someone who went to his island thinking that you were going to go on like an island vacation getaway and you end up in this literal nightmare and you have no way to get off. Yeah. Except for to just continue to do whatever he wants you and to it, do. Yeah, that's the thing, that's the thing that he, like he, he would get girls to, he would get girls to give him a massage and then after that, he would have them recruit other girls. Oh, I'm like it was like a it was like a sexual pyramid scheme he had going on. Oh my god! Yeah, so he would so and and he would promise the girls that he that he um assaulted. Yeah, like favors, like he would try to give them like a modeling contract, something like that, and and in exchange for him recruiting other girls. So this kept going on, and not only did he do it for himself, but he also like gave them to friends who no one knows who they are yet. Yeah. So like he was kind of like also an abuser, and just like a pimp to the to like to the powerful people. Um, he, uh, I mean, and he's a guy that has proven he's above the law. He was, he had, he registered as a sex offender because, um, he registered as a sex offender and like, I think that's checking every 90 days. Yeah. He skipped his check-ins for eight years. <laughs> for eight years. Dude. Imagine the gall. Imagine if like... Imagine if you were a guy that just got locked up for uh, weed possession. Right. And you had to check in with your PO and you didn't do it. How fast you would be back in jail. You're going to jail. Quickly. You're going to jail. And this guy skipped it for eight years? For eight years. For eight years. No repercussions whatsoever. None. So, I mean, I think the reason why I want to talk about him is because I think that when the media got hold of the story... It was, I think it was on like CNN and also Fox News, and I and and I think and it's being it's being tied to Alex Acosta, the guy who just resigned, and I think they're trying to make it a partisan issue now because of that. Of course they are. Everything has to be a partisan something. This is not a partisan issue. It really isn't, dude. It's not a partisan issue. It's not even close. He, the, this is the deal. The thing, the reason why Acosta had to resign was because. Um, the charges that Epstein faced in Miami or or in Florida at the time, he, I think it was charged like trafficking like thirty girls, mm-hmm. and he was facing that's a life sentence. Yeah, you know what he ended up getting because of his deal? Um, not a life sentence. He got like thirteen months. He got like a year in jail, and um, and the year in jail is funny though because the, the year they spent in jail, he was out. He was he was allowed work release for 12 hours a day, six days a week. Hmm. So that's uh, half a day to do I don't know what he exactly? Was, I don't know what he was doing. I don't, know, I don't know what you're working on for six days a week. Like when you're either. in jail. So he was allowed to hold over a day for six days a week. And he also paid his deputies. That's, he also paid his deputies. Mm. He paid their salary. Mm. That, wow. the, the deputies that watched him. As he had visitors in and out for while he was on work release. You think there's a conflict of interest there? I mean, doesn't sound like eh, it. Nah, they would, I'm they sure wouldn't do that. I'm sure it's fine. Nah. I'm sure it's fine. That was his year in jail that he did from a life sentence. That's the deal he got. Also, he got the deal that his four accomplices were 
um, get granted immunity. Mm-hmm. Also, that any um, accomplices that any accomplices that were uh, identified a- after would also be immune. So basically, like, and also this plea deal was sealed from the public so that the victims can't see the deal exactly. It's happening right in front of our face. Right in front of your face. And there's nothing, but there's nothing we can do about it other than just bring attention to it and keep talking about it. But, and, and, and that's the thing. So, and it's like, I don't, it's not a partisan issue because I think that, I think that Acosta resigning, he's getting off light. He should be in a cell. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely like that. Yeah. Quitting your job shouldn't expunge you from all of your from that transgressions. Shit? No. From that shit? Not at all. And we say 30 because it's at least 30. Like literally they found big and just got tired of looking. Like it was, they said they got 40 and just like admit, like is way more than this, but we're just going to stop at 40. Trafficking, human trafficking, I feel is like an ant infestation. Like if you have, if you see ants on your countertop, you have an ant problem. Yeah. If you find 30 girls in a hotel room or in a, any sort of confined place, you have a trafficking problem in your city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's and there and it's just and I guess because he's tied Trump administration, everyone's like kind of like they're doing that thing where oh yeah, they're doing that thing where they tie everybody together. Yeah, and it's like I think they had Ted Cruz about should he resign that he dodged the question. Yep. And I'm just like you should be able to say yes, he should resign. Yeah, what he did was deplorable. Yes, and it's because the thing and the reason why no I, one's going to hate you for it. And the reason why I'm not saying I'm saying it's not a um, partisan issue because Jeff Epstein was connected to many people in high society on both sides of the aisle. He's been he's a connected he's as connected to Donald Trump as he's Bill Clinton. Yeah, when you're rich, you're just rich for everybody. Yeah, like Bill Clinton rode his plane twenty times to his private island where. People allege that most of his sex trafficking happened. Yeah. So Bill Clinton, so and people are telling me that he didn't know. I'm like, so you tell me that this guy who was a former president of the United States did, had no idea. Yeah. That this guy right. was doing this. Mm-hmm. But but then but then I say that they say Trump Trump definitely knew. I'm like, yuck, you can't say that Trump knew it and Bill Clinton didn't know. Yeah. They both definitely fucking knew. Oh. Trump was right. on the record saying that he likes girls on the younger side. Yep. And then they asked him, he just said, I don't know who that guy is. Like, I don't, I'm not close to him, which at this point is part of the course. But I mean, I mean there's, <laughs> Trump, imagine being able to lie when there's photographic Trump is the guy contrary. on the couch and half baked. Basically, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, yo, did you kill my dog? He nah. shook his head. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> That's Trump. Now, he's, I mean, he's part of the course at this point. So I'm not surprised by that, but I just think I'm surprised by the fact that people can, can just say that Trump knew without a doubt. But Clinton had no idea. They both knew. They both fucking knew. They had to have known. This is all why this is not a partisan issue. No. This is an issue about a man who has access to high society and favors in the government, like that he that he can just do what he wants to do. He is like he censored Vanity Fair articles. Yep. He has I heard about that. That he, lady uh wrote about it. Yeah. And then the editor kiboshed it at the, the last minute. Exactly. He sends a Vanity Fair article. I wonder why. He's like he like he literally has henchmen and private investigators harassing victims. He's paid like thou, like thousands to millions of dollars of hunch money, and he still has money left. This man is way more scary than R. Kelly ever could be because just of his access and his 
and he and he's and that he's just more low key because a lot of people didn't hear about him till maybe a week ago. And he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about people, dude. He, because he's proven he's above the law. When you don't give a fuck about people, you don't value their life. So when you don't value their life, you're willing to go to a place to tell people to do things that are reprehensible. That and he's proven like he's proven he's above the law at this point. Like he's like he's he thinks he's above the law and he's proven it that he's, he's not above, above this law. I'll give him that fucking law. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff Epstein. Come after me, son. Come get me, son. Like he, I mean, like I say, he's he's a terrifying individual. Fuck him. Fuck him forever, dude. I agree, but I just feel like people really need to focus on this and don't make this a partisan issue. I think whatever side of the aisle you fall on, if there's not a life sentence attached at the end of this, then it was all for naught. It really is. I just, I just don't want it to be a partisan issue. I don't want this to be about like someone railroading some Trump administration because that's not what this is. Yeah. It's not like this is a human rights issue, and you, and I, I don't care. I don't care how much people, how much you love Trump, how much you love Clinton. Like, yeah, I just gotta face facts. Yeah, that these people knew. This is like this is this is an indictment on. I guess like I guess the upper class if you really want to talk about it because I think a lot of people knew um, that he did these things and people just kind of turned a blind blind to it. He's connected to people like he's connected to people just like I mean people I, that you don't pe- people that own the banks like I mean, these are the people that he knows Naomi Campbell Ken Starr like people like George Stephanopoulos Katie Kirk and Chelsea Handler went to a party that he had in 2010. This was after his conviction, yeah. and he hosted a party with them there. So people know what he's doing. Yeah. And it's just like they turn a blind eye to it. And I just don't want this to be a partisan issue because it's not. I think that every, I think every, we all can agree this dude needs to go away for a very long time. Well, there you have it, guys. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm glad R. Kelly also got arrested. So R. Kelly's, a, R. Kelly go, R. Kelly's going to jail. Um, so, yeah, that's our show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, sorry to end on a, on, a, on a sad note, but I mean, like, yeah, nah, fuck that, come man. on. This is a hopeful man. note. This but, is a hopeful fuck, note. Like, y'all, good, like, we have, y'all gotta petition this shit, though. Like, seriously, this, he's a monster. Keep an eye on it. Really? Keep an eye on it. Definitely. Uh, so anything else you wanna tell the people right now? Uh, fuck Jeff Epstein. Other than that? That's about it. Okay. Um, you guys, we have a playlist on Spotify that we've been adding music to. I don't know if you know this, but uh, we used to play music at the end of each episode, but we don't do that anymore because we have sponsors. Actually, we don't even have a sponsor anymore. Fucking Anchor canceled our sponsorship, but I don't know what happened. Did they? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, we're just going to keep the playlist going. Maybe we swear too much. That's probably what it is. That's what it is. Whatever. I don't care. It's called State Your Take List with Ed and Aaron. Um, we usually post about it on our Instagram story, so you can find a link through there. Uh, link is on our Instagram bio. Or you can just search for it. Um, yeah, so there you go. You already listened to our opinions on things, so you might as well listen to our opinions on music. I mean, it won't hurt. It won't hurt. And we got some good stuff on there. Also, um, what else? We should probably put this housekeeping stuff at the beginning of the show, but fuck it. Um, you got anything cool coming up? Cool. Um, no. Cool. Me either. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week.